Hey audience, Asher speaking. Today we're doing a continuation on sleep. We're calling it sleep part two. Pretty easy to remember. Yes. Yeah, so after sleeping on it, after our last discussion, we thought there is so much more we could dive into. We were really pleased with sleep part one. We'll see how sleep part two turns out. That's right. I'm Joshua Schmitz. I'm Asher Conlon. And this is the SchmitzCon Show. All right, let's jump right into it today. So would you, I think I asked the first question last time. Would you like to ask the first question today? Uh, I would actually. All right. So being a continuation on sleep, uh, we can't specifically recall the main points that we talked about last time, but what we're doing is we have basically a different set of questions just for context for our audience. We have a different mm-hmm. set of questions. Some of them might expand on previous concepts, but personally, I tried to get a wider range of things to talk about. Same with me here. So uh, my first question for you is, why can you get tired from not sleeping enough and also be tired from sleeping too much? Oh, this is so interesting to me. So sleeping, I think, again, let's preface this entire thing with, we're just speculating, we don't know. But with with not sleeping enough, it's obviously your body is pushing that melatonin, making you drowsy, you need sleep. Whereas if you're sleeping too much, I think it exhausts, it's almost like exhausting something. So if you really like a one specific song and you listen to it on repeat for a solid, you know, day or two, like only only that song ever, all the time, you're going to get sick of it. You're going to exhaust it. It might be the same idea with sleep where the more you sleep, the more you get tired of it. But that's only, that's only if you do too much at a time. Does that sound anything it be, right? It, if I had to guess, does it have something to do with the melatonin? Is melatonin constantly released while you're sleeping? I don't, I, mm, I'm not sure. I don't think so. it's what puts you to sleep. That's true. Or like what hormones are keeping you sleeping, if there is any. That and like I don't how know. can you stay asleep for so long? And maybe that's just over exhaustion, or if you if you can force yourself to go back sleep, right? Then you're getting more melatonin in you. That's true. So when you wake up, you feel tired still. Maybe. Maybe, or maybe it is um, some condition. Because there's got to be something, right, that keeps you asleep. I think so. So it's like overdosing. Overdosing on natural hormones. Um, there was something I there's a thought I had. I don't remember it right now. It was. What were you just talking about? You were talking melatonin about melatonin and yeah. its effects on the body. So maybe Putting think of sleeping sleep. pills. Like if you do right. sleeping pills, what are sleeping pills manipulating? Well, the sleeping pills that I take if I'm having a trouble falling asleep or I'm falling asleep at a different time than normal is just supplements of melatonin. So it does knock you out. Does it keep you out? I don't know. That is some maybe minor anesthesia. <laughs> I'm slipped in there, <laughs> but but what you keeps you asleep? That. Um, I think this is worth some research. Do you think we should do a quick a quick search? Are this we, is a little bit out of our yeah. The, I was gonna say what what can we figure out? I can kind of fill in while you're searching. All right. So, uh, my speculation is that when you're sleeping, there is a certain hormone in your body that keeps you asleep. But if you uh, kind of manipulate it and use that hormone for too long, 
you um, you'll experience negative side effects, more drowsiness. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that you could maybe put on par with that. Like if you run just enough, you'll feel really good after. But if you keep running and keep running, you'll just be so exhausted and you won't feel good. You'll feel like like you've just worn yourself too hard. Uh, and I'm not really sure if that's a good comparison, but that's just my personal speculation. I can definitely tell you the running the running one is true. Have you found anything yet? Uh, the only things I'm finding are like, it's like if you are having trouble staying asleep. So here's one that I just found. It's a little article from Mayo Clinic on melatonin. Your body likely produces enough melatonin for its general needs. However, evidence suggests that melatonin supplements promote sleep and there are safe they're safe for short term use. Melatonin can be or it can be used to treat delayed sleep phase and all that fun rhythm sleep stuff. It I'm not finding much for what keeps you asleep though. What I'm finding is people who are having trouble staying asleep, maybe it's a condition where you cannot stay asleep. Maybe it is just so melatonin. Your, so your brain's in a kind of a resting state, kind of slowly healing. Yeah. Kind of thing because I know you sleep better. Maybe the melatonin like just kind of gives it a boost, and it's then like, well, your your brain's kind of set on a clock. You need to rest. Yeah. This long, and what happens when you force it to like, all right, I'm going back to sleep, and it's art. You've already slept for nine hours. Then you sleep for another three. It's done. Like. It's just being tired of being lazy, maybe? Like, is there... I really am not sure where to go with this. So, yeah. um, my initial question... Let me go back what to that second. Sleep. Uh, well, it was, um, why can you get tired from not sleeping enough? Which, pretty obvious, I think. We kind of touched on that last week as well. Do you feel the same tiredness when you sleep too much? It's a little different. I might almost describe it as medicine head sleep overdose and sleep well you definitely feel kind of lightheaded you feel kind of crappy is really yeah that's a, that is the best way to put it whereas if your lack of sleep you just feel more weak whereas you don't necessarily feel weak but you feel inefficient if you're sleeping too long i really couldn't tell you like it's a good question effects of oversleep uh, and I'm thinking that's worth another bit of research. Yeah. Effects of oversleep. So, oversleeping, side effects. Diabetes, heart disease, increased oh. risk of death. That's Careful weird. to note, depression and socioeconomic status. Okay. And so I'm not really... It's, I can't find a real reason. Oversleeping or long sleeping. Define as sleeping more than nine hours. Hypersomnia describes a condition in which you oversleep oh, and experience excessive sleepiness Ooh, during the day. Okay. So it's a condition. Right. So it's probably not natural if you can sleep like nine to ten hours and then like go back to sleep for another few hours. Yeah. That would be <laughs> kind of crazy. Unless well like if you're if your body's doing that without you, like if, if you're you just for always tired hours, all the time, that's yeah, like negative insomnia. But if you force it on yourself, like if I kept taking Benadryl all the time. To knock you out. it I feel like I'd feel really crappy all the time. Yeah. Because I don't need to sleep that much. It's just an interesting thought. 
Yeah, for sure. Like, there's no need to sleep for... Like, if I slept for 20 hours a day... It doesn't change... Like, it would be the same if you slept for nine hours. It's like you've reached your limit, and your body's... Maybe it's just a signal from your body to tell you, stop sleeping. You're charging. Probably. Overcharging your phone. Right, like, plugging your phone in. Not much happens after it stays in for a while, unless you have a phone from, you know, long, long, long ago... And it would get very hot if you charged it too long or, you know, the batteries couldn't take that. Right. Phones are better now, though. I believe it's your turn to ask. It is my turn to ask. This is not very closely related. Okay. Um, But why are... Well, maybe I should ask, have you experienced it where your mind is way more irrational when you first wake up? Like you... Maybe it came from experiencing a dream, but... Then you wake up and you're like, oh, yeah, I can do all these things. Like, No, I don't really feel any sense of irrationality. Okay. Or like, like I'll go and do something stupid, but I'm not fully aware of what I'm doing. Like okay. When I first wake up, I'm kind of in this slowed down state. All right. Where like as soon as you wake up and you ask me a question... I'm going to struggle to answer. Mm. So maybe not irrational, but just lack of or any brain activity. Optimistic might be a better word. So I've experienced it sometimes where I wake up and I have all these great plans. And then I, the more into the day I get, oh. I think like, oh, that's never going to work. That doesn't actually I have all make sorts sense. of goals when I wake up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do tend to feel... I guess more optimistic when I wake up about what I'm going to do that day. And then I lay down at the end of the night and I'm like, wow, I did literally nothing. Yeah. There is, there is always that. Um, do you know why our minds do that? Why is it that we are more optimistically irrational? I don't know. But if I had to guess, it's because you have just experienced your healing phase. You like you're, Mm. you've just completed like a cycle. That's really good for you. So you have all this good feeling in you. That's true. You've you have little reason because you're thinking about you have like, little doubt. You you feel you just feel good when you wake up, assuming you slept well. Yeah. So if I slept well and I wake up, I'm like all right, it's another day. I just woke up. I feel well rested. I'm ready to go. It's just kind of there's not really any reason to be pessimistic about the day, mm-hmm. unless like you're just something bad happened or then what's your what's your idea bad coming up well my idea is that you're just not almost what you were saying earlier you're not fully awake you can't if someone were to ask you a question you would struggle to answer the idea that you can't process everything in a normal tight in a normal way you're tired you're exhausted not exhausted you're still in the state of rest and it's taking your mind a minute to well, quite literally, wake up from that state of rest and so our minds rationalize in a certain way aren't as fast as computers or faster because we can't instantly transition. True. Why can't we do that? Mm, is it? Is it because it's not like to do with your mind? It's like to do with hormones. It might. It might be. I feel like I remember talking about this in a. Uh, human anatomy class in my junior year. Um, I don't remember exactly what the context was. I do remember, though, 
might have been hormones, and we used computer and a task manager on a computer as an example, where you you have to like your brain has to like, all right, you don't want to overload it, but maybe I'm not okay. I'm not it's sure. Just like maybe. you can't go from zero to sixty instantly. Pretty much. That's like when you wake up or something from a dream and you're like ah like something bad happens yeah you get i don't know you get like punched in your dream and you wake up you're not still like conscious like you're not immediately aware of everything you're you're in this like surprised state you're not like you don't wake up and you're like okay i'm up now and you feel good like you right. just it doesn't work that way you don't like wake you, up you don't become conscious open it. your eyes and get up and immediately start unless running around unless, unless you're, you're late Unless you're late, then then you do. It's like you can get ready a lot like, lot quicker. If than I you told feel you, as soon as your alarm goes off, I'm gonna yell in your ear. You have to run right now, right now. Like that imagine the be. moment you wake up, you have to immediately get up, start sprinting, go. Oh, I kind of want to. You're try gonna that be sometime. kind of. <laughs> you're gonna be out of it for sure. You're you're just gonna. You'll probably kind of hmm? kind of understand after maybe ten seconds. Like What's going you're gonna on? start running. You're you will start running, but you're in this confused, dazed yeah. state. Yeah. And what is that state exactly? It's just a transition period? Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it... I mean, I think that is the best way to describe it. It's a transition period instead of, you know, oh, jump from task A to task B right away. Like, maybe a machine could. Uh, even though, even machines aren't perfect in that. But that's a good question good thing to ponder so your original question was just why we why feel are we more rationally optimistic i guess why do we feel I think like we're we can irrationally do more? optimistic that's what i said oh irrational okay yes. i thought you said rationally no. optimistic, and i was gonna say no we're not new no. then we would get all those goals done <laughs> right and i think just an answer to that question is just because we've we have no reason to think otherwise we're well rested we're just yeah. in a better mindset so we're irrationally thinking. Okay. Correct. We have nothing to tear us down. Okay. What are the effects when you wake up suddenly? Like outside stimuli. Like, for example, you get, I don't know, you get tapped awake. Mm-hmm. What is that? How are we affected by that with your sleep? Would an alarm be another great example of? Unexpected stimuli. Unexpected, right. So you're not through your sleep cycle then how are we affected the effects well you might be feel feeling a little more drowsy i'm not quite sure if where where maybe you're in the middle of your sleep cycle you're in a i'm going to bring up this term again a dark sleep if you remember yep um or a deep sleep then it's more it's a much crazier jump whereas if you are just if you're finishing your sleep cycle you're in the lighter sleep you go into the dream where you're where you're hovering in a much, again, lighter area of sleep, it's more like easing in, and then you get tapped awake. You just It's a smaller jump than if you were in your deep sleep and it rockets you. You just like straight into go. Um, other things might might not necessarily be, but panic, but annoyance with, okay. with being interrupted. So it's like a subconscious thing. That you haven't gotten enough sleep, and therefore you're going to be more annoyed if you get woken up at one in the morning. That might that might be it, yeah. Your or body just it. says, "I'm not ready to get up," and 
then you for you it's a mental game from there on out. You have to tell your body, no, you're getting up now because your mind is like a hard a part of your body, but your mind is affected by your body, and your body affects your mind. It's not like yeah. I tell my body to like. I mean, I could stop myself from being stressed to a certain point, mm-hmm. but like stress will like if I might not be mentally stressed, like I'll kind of avoid it, and I'll be like. I actually feel fine. I'm not stressed. But my body is like trembling and I'm like, I'm actually fine. But You're for some reason, the message isn't believe going that. through. Yeah. It's maybe the same idea where you can like get woken up and kind of function, but your body's going to be saying, no, I'm not ready. Kind of like circumstances or something in your subconscious. Yes. So my second part to that question mm. is, uh, so there are negative effects when we wake up or we're woken up from outside stimuli and not having gotten enough sleep. And now you're going to have to go through a period of time, right, where you haven't gotten enough sleep. But the question I have kind of following that up is what happens when we return to sleep quickly? Let's say you get woken up by a thunder crash and then you just fall back asleep. Like, what is that doing? Because that... That is really weird. That's... I'm not quite sure. I haven't thought about it. Usually I don't get waken up by a thunder crash. Neither do I. Because I'm a dark sleeper. Heavy sleeper. I just, but it was just an example. Yeah, I know. When you do get woken up and you can just fall back asleep. I think you have a quicker time plummeting back into that deep sleep. This is just speculating again, but it seems like you would, you would get back into that deep sleep quicker and you would then... Like, you just kind of jumped out of it real quick. That annoyance is kind of driving you to, oh, get back into it. Get, di- like, ignoring the interruption almost, but at the same time. Can Your our body sleep work cycle, that way? For me, it's like my sleep cycle is almost unbroken if that happens. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting. Like, at. I, I'll hear, like, I'll hear my roommate, get, let's say my roommate gets home really late at night. I hear the door close and I'm sleeping. I, like kind of process it and then i'm immediately immediately gone it's like so it's just a quick spike from deep sleep to light sleep back right back into deep so you're sort of sleeping still you're just like yeah in almost the lightest form of sleep right that's why like i don't think about having to go back to sleep if that happens i just like i hear you and then you're like oh i know what that is and then it's like oh roommates and then you you don't spend any mental energy on right right is it time for the next question no okay what do you have to add to your question hold on i'm getting a call let me uh turn that off cool so i'm trying to think of a good way to phrase this question i don't know let's go to the next question all right, the next question brought to you by me. Um, why does this is like a well as close to a fact as I I think it's a fact. I'm not sure, but being more tired makes people more um willing to be vulnerable, I guess, and makes people more honest and truthful, which is why a lot of times at night they will start confessing if that makes any sense at all. So why do you think that is, that humans are more honest when they're asleep, when when they're they're tired? tired. 
well, they're just, I guess they're in a state of enough vulnerability already. So if that's kind of what's on your mind, then you figure then maybe if I need to tell a buddy something I've been, I've been like struggling with, then like, why, why not now? Whereas like in the morning, you might think like you have things to if do. you like if someone like if you are aware of right when you wake up of something wrong that you did you're probably less likely to just hop up and tell someone about it but when you're sleep like when you're overtired or just you are tired in general yeah i guess your kind of question answers itself then it's just your state of vulnerability will cause you to just become vulnerable even more cuz mm-hmm. you have it's like you almost like in a nothing to lose mindset it seems mm. like your brain is functioning at different kind of levels maybe not like more or less conscious or anything but just different levels of rationale throughout the day like i'm at my best at probably 10 in the morning okay uh like i'm most efficient like i haven't worked too long i'm ready to work and i'm fully awake Uh uh-huh and then i'll get more and more tired throughout the day as i kind of use my mental battery and then at the end i'm worn out and i'm like you just, man maybe i had uh, a rough day and now i'll tell you about it that's sounds accurate sounds i don't have what much was your to thinking add. to this question that's a good question in itself um i was like thinking you know sleep part two what can i what can we talk about and then i thought this is something super cool about sleep and not necessarily sleep but in the ballpark of sleep being tired and i remember something i saw online was like people are more vulnerable when they're tired or more honest when they're tired i think vulnerable was the word and i thought i wonder why we could talk about that so that's so my thought process i wonder like i know there's a lot that's unknown about sleep just in general yeah and I'm wondering if that's just one of the things we don't know why. I guess it's just how how we function as humans. It's just this is what happens, and we can't explain why. I like what you said about the nothing-to-lose mindset, but also it may be just because you are, because you're getting tired, you're slowing down, and your mind jumps to these things, where areas where you want or need to uh well be vulnerable and whether it's confess or just like well i mean that's what you do when you're vulnerable um i think it's just the effects like inherent in you right is the more tired you are the more vulnerable vulnerable you become and that's just the more irritable is. you become there's like mm-hmm. a list of things that you just associate and with it and yeah and we might not know why but like it happens maybe you can just associate with waking up feels good and at the end of the day i usually don't feel great like here's the thing like it's, here's or why. like you you're more likely to not feel great at the end of the day if you've experienced something bad sure. unless you kind of change your mindset it seems like I'm most irritable probably like, I mean, I can get irritable at any time of the day, but I'm worse at the end of the day because now I've experienced everything else throughout the day. Yeah. And it just, and I'm adds ready up. to be done. I want to hang up my, my coat for the night. Good explanation. That new coat you just bought. I enjoy that coat, but <laughs> I haven't been able to wear it yet. By the time this episode drops, you might be wearing it. 
I might be. <laughs> this is true. You never know. So uh, I do want to ask my next question. All right. Uh, can you personally lucid dream? Personally, I cannot. I have not put forth the effort to attempt. I know there's things you can try, but I cannot. Like, what exactly is happening during lucid dreaming? I'm not sure. Maybe your mind is going where it wants to go instead of just... It's a really... Are you in control, I guess? That's what they say. But at the same time, I've heard of people who have not been in control, but their dreams are just more vivid and memorable. Where you're... I think part of it would be not being all the way asleep. Well, you're in a different stage of right. sleep. You're not sleep, so you're you're not getting that healthy deep sleep. You mentioned there are things you can do to kind of train yourself. Um, do you know what any of those are? Um, I these are again just speculating. This is things I've seen, things I've heard people like tried. But like, if you're trying to dream of flying a plane, that's all you're thinking about on your way out. You're just Flying a plane, keep that on your mind. Um, another thing I've heard is people listening to sounds as they're sleeping, whether it's like almost attempting to hypnotize themselves with, with like, you know, they put, there's, I'm sure, YouTube videos for it where they want to try to lucid dream. So they have like a soothing voice. I'm not sure. That's Other than those things... The first thing you said, I think, is interesting. Yeah. It's like forcing yourself to think only about that. Right. And so I haven't ever done that personally. It's, I always get to bed and it's like, it's too much work. I don't care. <laughs> I'd like to try, though. It might be interesting. Like, maybe I'll try thinking about flying a plane tonight. And all I'll do is think about flying a plane, maybe watch a video on flying a plane. Mm. And never stop thinking about flying a plane until I go to sleep. I feel like your mind will get tired. Just even thinking about thinking about only one but thing. But keep going. Just force yourself to. I know. I'm saying I'm already already trying to picture how this goes. I feel like there's just going to be so much pressure built up in my head. Maybe you aren't getting maybe that that's, amount Maybe of that's sleep. what you have to do. It might be. It might be. Maybe I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to fly a plane. <laughs> I just anymore. want sleep. It's the pressure from going up and down, of course. You know, I haven't ever gotten this far, but that's kind of my thinking with flying dreams. I'm like, man, I wish I could fly. And I've I've had a flying dream maybe twice, mm -hmm. and they're my favorite dreams they're by far. They're so fun. Have you ever had a flying dream? I think so. It's I haven't gotten one in a very long time. It's been a long time. I do remember the last one I had that there was like a a launch for humans, and then you it would, you would it would you would it would shoot you up, and you could just fly. Now what? It's kind of a side question, but uh -huh. I'm gonna try and keep it related to sleep. But what is? Like we dream, we tend to really like the flying dreams. What is the human fascination with flight exactly? Ooh, is well, it, yeah. The fact that you can't do it. If you, if there are rules, it's natural to want to break them. What is the? What, what was the word you used? What was the? Sorry, like what's the? Why, what's humans' blank. desire? Like, why do we have desire, such a draw? Why do what is the desire to? You like know, why break do we the law. really why do like we, we tend to favor flying dreams over everything else? It's like our favorite because it's something that seems doable but also unnatural. Whereas being invisible is unnatural and really not doable in any way unless you use um, 
like a software in videos to make it give the illusion. Where flying, it can't be an illusion. The only thing is, is it's it's just the most maybe naturally exciting and releasing like the, mo- the excitement, happiness hormones. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It's just fun to fly. It is. It's, so when we so we tend to associate flying, or like, yeah, we tend to associate like happiness with a more likelihood to have a flying dream. I believe okay. I read that. Can't say for sure. Yeah, but. I believe typically we can kind of relate this to the concept of lucid dreaming. Like, uh-huh. you know how we're talking about if you think about this all the time, uh, then maybe you'll start dreaming about it. I think about flying a plane. However, if I think about flying, the thoughts aren't necessarily towards that I'm flying, but you're generally just extremely happy. Maybe something great mm, happened to you. Maybe. A string of good events, let's say, happened to you. Yeah. I feel like you'd be more likely to experience a flying flight dream, dream. than... If you just had a crap day and you just randomly have this really good dream, yeah. It back to what we said in the first episode on this. Your or speculated is something I mentioned was your dreams reflecting your day. Maybe it's an event, or in this case, it would be in your mood or how the day went. So your mood can affect your dreams too, probably. If you have dreams, but not always. If your mood is dead, then you can't have dreams. I I mean like sometimes I have dreams that I don't understand why I had they have nothing to do with anything maybe we can associate that with confusion maybe, maybe. You, you had if a very you average a day dream. so you don't have anything specific to dream about so your mind isn't sure picks for you picks for <laughs> it's like we we don't have 100% control cuz right we're talking about how you can't force yourself to be Dude. instantly fully awake because there's just this disconnect. You can't force yourself to dream. It's. I think it's hard. Almost goes against nature. If you had a really bad day and then you intentionally try to dream about flying through this uh, hypothetical process of lucid dreaming, and may, maybe it's just not going to work. Maybe it's not natural. Maybe it's like trying to fly with, or maybe mm, I don't know. It's, it's just the way jump we're and wired, fall man. up. Yeah, it is. It's just the way we're wired, man believe you were next is it my turn for a question all right we touched a little bit about this on earlier but we didn't actually talk about this specifically i know you have some probably a little bit greater knowledge of computers than i do so do machines and computers need to sleep rather rest why or why not no they do not the only thing a computer needs or a machine needs is maintenance when it's used everything it's not tired like a machine can't feel being tired that's why if as long as like let's say you have oil in an engine oh yeah and you have your your supply of gas if you have that oil constantly being replaced and your gas is like just you keep feeding gas in it yeah you can run engines almost indefinitely Mm-hmm. Is a long, it's okay. it's basically just based on the parts wearing. Got it. Now, if we talk about computers, a computer just it, it, all that it is, it will it's running indefinitely until the parts erode themselves. It as long as it has its power, it doesn't so, care. So it like a computer can't can be keep tired. Going. Okay. Or like just like an engine, like a lot, like I remember thinking about when I took a road trip. Like I wonder if it means anything to like. Like, does my car need to rest or anything? 
and it doesn't. Like I drove for 12 hours straight and then yeah. I shut the car off. The car doesn't care. As long as the oil is, is in it and there's fuel, it it literally doesn't matter. Okay, but humans do need that element of rest. Well, it's just thing is engines don't need a recovery period. They just oh, need your source of fuel. That's right. Okay. And parts that are working correctly, and then if a part's not working correctly, it'll stop until you fix it, and then it'll start working correctly. So why is it then sometimes your computer will get hot if you're using it excessively because you're pushing the hardware farther than it's designed to go okay just like if i tell you to run 28 miles an hour and you're struggling to do that that would be it's difficult like, it's like it's like it's not going to work you're just going to get too worked hard and now you're going to need to i don't know if i can physically you're just going to need to slow yourself down so the computer will overheat until you bring it back to the level it's supposed to be at got it it's that, it's just it it won't it won't get tired because that's just not how machines work. They, they only just re- don't get tired. It, it's in their boot camp. They learn to not get tired. They still sleep a tiny bit. They don't need it though. You're pushing yourself to the limit. Is the point? Whereas a computer just it's it's just all that's limiting limit. an engine or a computer is just how it was designed. It doesn't need a recovery period unless you're talking about like overheating. Then, it, yeah, it needs to cool down in order to function, right? Because otherwise, it's the heat that it generated is just going to start affecting other parts. Does that answer the question? I think that very well answers the question. Okay. So, uh, my next question. <clears throat> Sorry. So, we talk about being asleep is you're in an unconscious state. Yeah. But how can we be unconscious, but we're thinking in, like, a dream? Like, we're, our bodies are unconscious, but how are we... Are we conscious when we're dreaming? That is really picking my brain. Um, Maybe it is just a natural thing. So, think of this when you're walking. Are you necessarily... I mean, you're conscious, obviously, but you're not really thinking about walking. You're just walking, right? Yeah. Maybe it's the same idea with dreaming. You're not having to be conscious to do it. You're just doing it. Like, maybe it's similar to breathing. Of course, now you're manually breathing and manually blinking, but it's the same idea. (laughs) And when you're lucid dreaming, you're manually dreaming. Maybe. I don't usually, like, so I feel only a certain level of in control when I'm dreaming. I'm only, I'm pretty much just there for the ride. It's exactly like that. It's like, I don't know where my mind's going to take me. I'm not thinking about not knowing. I'm just probably your subconscious. I'm just like experiencing stuff and it's like, that's just how it is. And at some point, sometimes... It's very uncommon, but maybe it's a certain level of lucidity where I am like, oh, that's weird, and then I wake up. It's like, right. it's got to be something so preposterous that your fully conscious mind steps in and is like, what? <laughs> Do you ever have cliffhanger dreams? Every dream, because I hear my alarm. Right. It's like I always dream when my right before my alarm goes off. And I think that's my theory. You dream either only in the light stages or you don't remember when you're not 
when you're dreaming, when you don't wake up right after a dream? Have you ever... I always wake up after a dream. Right. Though. Have you ever remembered... I don't ever dream and then just stop dreaming and I'm still sleeping. Right. But I think that's just because... Maybe you... I'm When you're subconscious... Like, if it's your subconscious while dreaming, it's sub, but it's not zero. Mm-hmm. So, when you go back to d- sleeping, you're at zero and you can't yeah. remember when you're sleeping. True, true. That makes sense. Or, but I, I pretty much always feel... Like I guess maybe it's for a few minutes. I can't. I can't really tell you. I just I'll dream and then like, I hear my alarm go off, and maybe sometimes I'm like, I, I feel like I stopped dreaming, but there's just blank space. I just don't. It, we just don't need to know. Our brain doesn't seem. It's, like it's important. Kind of like, um, driving to or from to and from work or for me school, but every single day. I don't remember how the drive went specifically unless something catastrophic were to happen. Um, But, like, I got to school. I got back home. But I don't remember the drive in between. I do not remember driving to work this morning. Right. Did you walk to work? I know I didn't walk. (laughs) I drove my car. Yeah, okay. I guess the only thing... All I remember when driving to work this morning is, like, I don't know, there was, like, Kids going out to the bus in my yeah, neighborhood. Which is a common thing, right? It's just common. I, and I know it happened this morning because I looked at one of the kids getting on the bus. But I don't remember pulling out into track. I don't right. remember anything. You don't remember what color the lights were unless it was a very big backup maybe. But I don't remember what the kid looked like. I don't remember anything. Right. I just remember the concept. The You likely see the same idea every day. Like the same. Maybe you see a kid get on the bus often. Dreaming might be like that, where so like your brain just doesn't see it as important to right recall. to remember. You were still, of course, driving carefully, driving safely. You were thinking about the drive while driving. As soon as you're done, it doesn't matter to your brain anymore, so it discards it. But what if, can we teach ourselves to remember all that? Um, if You'd have you to really yourself. want to remember that, then yes. If I really want to remember that, I that a that a brown Prius passed me, I could say, oh, I'm so angry. You could make a, a reason to be angry, like give your brain a reason to remember why, what happened. So you're angry that a brown Prius passed you. But but what about, it's just you're in a straight line and you're forcing yourself to remember, I'm driving, I'm looking at the clock, I'm driving. I just remember that it was a long drive. Like mm. you can remember, like, remember. oh, there's a bush at this point after two yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's just you you have to force yourself. But you can't force yourself to remember a dream. Right. And that's where it's that's where it's different. Maybe because you are only Because you're in the subconscious. subconscious. <laughs> and speaking of subconscious, I have a question that deals with the subconscious. So how does the subconscious work in sleep? I have a fun example from um well, I have a, an example that like can you say your question you say, again? Yeah, how does just pretty much how does the subconscious work when sleeping? So you just drift in and out. Uh, it's like, like how you drift in and out of being you, fully conscious to daydreaming. You got to hear zero to a little bit. The rest of the question. Sorry. Your subconscious does some pretty interesting things. For example, if you ever try to memorize something when you're like right before you go to sleep and you maybe have 80% of it memorized, you can wake up and it's all memorized. You have the whole thing. Um, 
another no, ex- I have not experienced that. When's the last time you memorized something at night? I don't think I've ever tried to memorize something at night. You could try that. I don't remember. Like, if I had a show on or something before I sl- go to sleep, I yeah. don't remember what happened. I don't remember at what point I was at when I fell asleep. Okay. The last point I remember is usually, like, maybe five minutes before. So if I have, like, the TV, yeah. let's say... Turns off after 20 minutes. I set the timer. I'm paying attention, and I fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And I wake up, and I'm like, okay, the last point I remember was this. And then you look at the timer, and it's like, oh, it's right here. So like, okay, so it took maybe 12 minutes for me to fall asleep. Okay, that's yes. I'm saying like, so still in school. Every now and then, I'll have to memorize a passage from a book. So last year. We did the famous one from Shakespeare. It's a soliloquy from Macbeth, and it is whatever. I don't remember anymore, obviously, but tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. I can't remember anything right now in this petty pace from day to day, etc., etc. So it, like, I remember having this thing where I would try to say it right before I went to bed, and I only had 80%. I looked over it still like forgetting the same part then I woke up and I could just rattle right through it another example is um, my math teacher told us a cool story about how she was working on a math problem and then couldn't figure it out went about her day and then went to sleep and dreamt the answer so your subconscious working with the things you went through how, how might that work if that makes more sense I don't know how that works <clears throat> I can kind of see what you're saying, how, like, if I'm studying something last minute before bed, I'll, like, I'll think, I have a lot of it down, but I might not have all of it, and I'll wake up, and I'm like, this is definitely how it's got to be, and I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. That that type of thing. I don't that's know. Your maybe it's some sort of, like, subconscious as you're in the it. subconscious, maybe, like, you have better, like, information retainment. Probably, because your brain works on things in the background, kind of like... A computer so another example I'll use is when practicing music if I were to practice for a straight three hours it would maybe not have the I always same ooh, effect you bring up a good point with music if I play something right before bed I'll struggle with it yeah and I'll be like almost there and I'll wake up and then I'll go and play it and, and it'll be fine. like I just did it perfectly yeah, that's that's the thing I'm talking about so Maybe it is about, like, even when you're not asleep, just the subconscious is pretty amazing. If I were to practice for three hours on my instrument, uh, the cello, very, very nice instrument. Debatable. It would not be as, I might not have it down as well, whereas if I were to do one hour, rest, come back, do another hour, rest, another hour, it's more of a, it's more, I don't even know if it's a habit of figuring it out after you practice i'm not sure well this this conversation seems to be filled with like lots of observations and not yeah. knowledge and i'm wondering if that's just how it is with sleep in general it seems to be a lot of like we only know so much true like like what what is a scientist supposed to be studying when he when he she wants to answer the question of why are we better in the subconscious like why can we not that's, be good at something and then wake up and be proficient. Brain activity. How are you supposed to, like, how do you measure brain activity in the subconscious? 
Like it might sure. it might be with tools I don't understand. <laughs> but what I just don't understand what you're looking for because all like all the cues, all the factors playing into what it looks like when I'm about to go to sleep would say that I have so little reason to be able to retain this. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, all these factors, I look tired, I'm beat up, it's been a long day, and I'm trying to memorize this thing, and I'm like, okay, just fall asleep. I'm almost there, I just kind of give up. I just look like I've been worn out, and I gave up. And now, what are you measuring? Because all the facts just pointed to he gave up, he's not going to remember in the morning. But why? Why do you? Why well, do you? My best guess is your brain just kind of processes that in the background, which my initial question you is... You just don't... Why does it that do that? subconscious but I don't or is know. that reverse conscious? <laughs> I don't it's know. unconsciously being processed Yeah, because you're not thinking you're about not it. You're not thinking about it, but like the information is being it's like transported and yeah. applied and yeah, unconsciously. It gives more time to figure it out, I suppose. It's like your brain can learn when you're not aware. But the question is why, and we seem to not know. It's a mystery. <sighs> it's not memorization exactly. Like, I know right now if I tried to play a song I've been learning, I'm not going to be able to maybe necessarily play it as proficiently as I want to. But then if I kind of listen to it as I'm going to sleep, I'll wake up and like, oh, I'll get it because I've just, I've given my brain all the information it needs and now it just needs to process it. And it's maybe it's part of that like kind of recovery phrase, recovery phase that yeah, like yeah, maybe. your brain is like, okay, he it's wasn't fully getting things. this. We're fixing that. I'm putting this puzzle piece in. Right. So when I wake up, I've recovered and now I'm fully aware and ready to go. I, I just sleep and the brain itself is just an amazing thing. It's fascinating. Something we could talk all day about. Part three. We could do part three. <laughs> I, I think, think so. we should do part three and just not sleep specifically, but it wouldn't be called part three. It just brain be, no. activity. Maybe. Maybe. I, I just we'll there's see. Just human process. That's that's kind of what we talk about here in the Schmitz Show. The human definition. Thinking. We do a lot of, and a lot of it is our thinking and guesses and what can we discover. In our conversations. Do you have any more questions? I don't have any more questions. I have one more question. It won't take that long. Have you ever slept with your eyes open? That's called daydreaming. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I have sort of. like, I mostly just kind of become unconscious, and then I'll just... Thinking about nothing. I'll just be thinking about nothing <laughs> but i can get to the point where i'm not processing anything visually even though my eyes are, are open. open okay i'm just completely it, i really am not aware that my eyes are open yeah. so maybe the answer is yes but i've also had it Fun where time. my b- blood pressure is way too low and all my vision will turn gray and i'll i'll kind of black out but my oh until i like get up and move around raise my b- blood pressure a little bit i'll okay. be so kind of. I won't of. be sleeping. I guess it's not sleeping. It's just <laughs> getting yourself to pass out almost. But my answer is yes, but it's probably more so as daydreaming. That I didn't even think I, my answer was going to be no until you mentioned daydreaming. So, do you recover 
anything while daydreaming? Is daydreaming oh. as beneficial as wow. a nap? I don't know. That's I, hmm. probably not as beneficial as while well, either a full night's sleep or nap. And it's all about the sleep cycle. And if you can't make a full sleep cycle in daydreaming, you you can't even get you can't can you get into a deep sleep if you're daydreaming? Probably not. You're just somewhere so else. There's not much to recover it's like from. It's kind of almost you're pretty much just distracted from all reality. Pretty much. It's not really sleeping. You're not exactly. resting. You're, you're just, just using your sub- energy somewhere it's else. A different. It's subconscious. But just not the same subconscious. There's more than one level of subconscious. Lots of it's subconscious premium. You were talking about cliffhangers. I think we're <laughs> going to end it on a cliffhanger. What is subconscious? We're going back into lower IQ mode. All right, this this time I've got what's the deal? So my question to you is, well, maybe I should set this up. I was driving down the street, reading the street names. And I was like, what's the deal with street names? So that's my question. What is the deal with street names? <laughs> if I had to guess, it's probably just based on like whoever lived there or anything interesting someone saw. I wonder if it's just the workers who built the houses or the streets. It could They're be. Like, ah, there's that or maybe bad palm tree over there. We're calling this <laughs> palm pit drive. Palm pit. <laughs> Something like that. Or, you know, you see human names and it's like, Maybe some billionaire is like, hey, let me pay to have my grandkids' names put on the street signs. It's uh, I, Maybe it's just a suggestion like, okay, what are we naming the street? I don't. Who generates the street names? That's a good question. It might depend on, you know, like... Why is Main Street called Main Street? That's obvious. That one but is because it's about the main street in the city. But off the side of it, why would we call... Let's come up with a random name. Just, yeah. Okay, Oak Street. Yeah. Why is it called Oak Street? Who decided it would be called Oak Street? That's a good question. I don't know. We don't know. What is the deal? What is the deal with street names? I don't know. It's just up to the namer. Up to the whoever has the most money. <laughs> Probably that, or just whoever's or the building the roads. Right. Like, like Or the government. They're like, we don't have enough tree streets, so... Let's add birch. Let's add, let's add oak. Let's add palm. And when you run out of pine. tree names... We add north, south, east, west. <laughs> to the end and of it. And then if we run out of names, then if we run out of north, south, east, west, we just use numbers. Yeah. The number of street names make more sense. Like, if you go from 48th Street to 56th Street, it's like a mile. If you go from 48th Street all the way back to 36th Street, it's also a mile. So, yeah, maybe it's... But then I don't know why the numbering isn't... What is like it is. Why isn't it... It's just a what's the deal thing. I don't know what the deal is. We don't know. We will never know. What's the icebreaker? So the icebreaker is, what is the ideal sunglasses style? Aviators. Aviators are pretty good. I think either, if not aviators, then what would you call that one right there? The one that's closest to us. I can't see it very well. Is it? It's the same style as that one. Your chair is on my foot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay. So Joshua is currently showing me the pair of sunglasses. (sighs) They're not aviators. They're sadly broken. They're just sporty. I I really don't know. They look classy. Sunglasses. 
They just look beach style. Yeah, beach style. I like those ones probably better than aviators. I just like aviators because you look sick. You look awesome in aviators. I don't know what the deal is. Absolutely. So I think, personally, I think the ideal sunglasses form is probably aviators because you just... You, you look, look really sick cool. and exactly. they're like wide and they like they, they just look good and protection. Like, they look very it, it, like this is all personal preference they just look right. super like maybe not masculine they just like like here let me put these on a second yeah. so if you're I have gonna, aviators feel on, like a boss it like you just feel like a boss maybe it's because you associate bosses because the bosses in movies always wore aviators might be part of it Oh yes, the cops usually tend to wear aviators or what's the other style? Like, there's it's pretty opposite of aviators. It's like the thinner style. Let um, me go grab those where they don't have the bottom part of the frame. Yeah, but minus the bottom part of the frame. I I really don't understand. Aviators tend to be more like maybe. St- Maybe not stylish, just very like formed well, and, and they they are good. stylish, which is part of why they look so good. But they're not as easy to maintain. That's true. It's like, true. I don't want to. I'd rather break a pair of, you know, beach um, beach, style. beach style than my aviators. Aviators feel like they'd be easier to break. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, with all of that, we thank you for everybody who bared with us through sleep. Part two, uh, I think it was a pretty good time. We'll talk more about that in the post-show debrief. If you would like to get in contact with us, um, contact us, email us, schmitzconshow at gmail.com. And, you know, if you'd like to tell a friend about our podcast, we would not hate that. We wouldn't hate it. We wouldn't hate it if you would just mention it. We would be okay with it. If you told your friend about the Schmitzcon show you could listen to it together you could friend listen to girlfriend it boyfriend spouse all of the above your dog the above tell your dog about the Schmitzcon show your dog will probably love it look at you and tell you that yes just I want to stare listen. right at you dogs are yes. big fans of this show even our german german listeners out there all their dogs the german shepherd dogs oh yes big fans big fans they love it so we love our german listeners and then if you would like to buy merch from us you can also email us and we will i mean we can set you up we can all right with that this has been the Schmitzkan show sleep part 2 i'm joshua i'm asher stay informed and, and always, always loop back, back. Show <laughs> I like that. Um, it's the post show debrief. How do you think Sleep Part Two went? So it, it, usually I mean, it went fine. The sequel is never as good as the original. Let's get that out of the way. No, but I think it was good to kind of expand on concepts. Yeah, elaborate. even though it put put us in kind of a stretching ourselves, where it seemed a little bit. Stretched for sure. Just, it just seems stretched, but I didn't mind it. I think we actually covered quite a bit. We did, uh, even though maybe it wasn't as smooth or structured as the last one. It felt like it actually it, went all right. It felt it did. It felt very chill, very relaxed, very. It sleek. went fine overall. It was fine.